Hello, Porkies. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to episode five of Mental Health Uncorked. We are back. Back and better than ever. Yes. <laughs> Not. Right. <laughs> We want to share with you all what's been happening with us in our personal lives and in correlation to our mental health. Yeah, we thought that it would be good because sometimes as women, as women of color, mm -hmm. as therapists and counselors ourselves, we put on a brave face and we do so much for others mm -hmm. and Sometimes we don't have it all going on, and sometimes we are not super women yes. um, taking over the world. Sometimes we need a little help ourselves and have to do a little check-in or a temperature check um, exactly. to make sure you're okay. Yes. So how are you, my love? <laughs> <laughs> when people ask me, I'm like, oh, I'm good. But really, like this year has just been like a little bit rough for me. Um, when just, you say this, you mean 2021 so far? 2021. Like, <laughs> say it again? 2021. Okay. So these last couple months. <laughs> yeah, it's like this, like three months has been like rough just from like different issues, like between like um, occupational and like family and things like that. But it seems to be like getting better and obviously and everything, but it was rough there for a second. Mm -hmm. What about yeah. you? Same here. I felt like I started the first couple days of this year, like ready to just take 2020, 2021 on. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know what happened. It's like I just entered into, I, I already was jokingly saying that we were in the twilight zone, but <laughs> I think I entered into like another, another like deeper dimension within that, <laughs> um, or like a wormhole or something. And yes. since then, just feel like I am all over the place, which is not really me. Scatterbrain just cannot kind of just grab life and get control, mm -hmm. right? And so I think probably around mid-February, I just like, like succumbed, like succumbed. Mm -hmm. like, I, I, I'm stopping. I'm over it. I'm just going to go with the flow. If stuff gets done, it gets done. If yeah. it happens, it happens. Um, and even towards the end, starting March, I'm like, okay, fresh new month. Yes. <laughs> Here we are, um, you know, midway through March, and I'm like, no, this little. Have you ever seen the? Um, oh, I can't think of the medication right now, but they had the little uh, cartoon, and it's like a little bubble guy, and he's like bouncing along, and the little cloud is like, cloud, rain cloud is following him. Yeah, like, that's kind of how. Like, regardless of what moves and things I try to make, like if I step to the left, the little cloud above me. Comes Yay, the cloud follows you. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at. This little cloud won't leave me alone. <laughs> right. And like, I knew it was getting bad, like, low key when, like, to my fiance one day, I was like, every day just sucks. 
like when I was going through like the worst of it, like I was like not depressed. Like thankfully I have like the right coping skills to where like I don't let myself get to that point of depression, mm-hmm. I feel like, but it could have been really easy for someone mm-hmm. who like maybe lacks the appropriate coping skills who was in my shoes to kind of fall into that like slump of like, oh, this just, you know, I'm not going to do anything anymore, you know? But like, there was a point where I was like, literally like I was just, every day would come and I'd be, it'd be like the same thing every day, get up, go to work, come home, cook dinner, go to bed, like whatever. But then the stuff was happening in the meantime, like personally and everything, it was just like overwhelming, like emotionally exhausting. And so then at some point I was just like, literally every day for like the past week or two maybe even more at that point i just like it was like an emotional roller coaster and it just like was up and downs and like i didn't like really want to like deal with it i guess Mm, yeah it's so much easier just to ignore it right and not have to deal with whatever it is yeah the emotional capacity that it takes to deal with certain things is just exhausting. Exhausting, especially when it's like your loved ones and stuff like that. And like, yeah, just and I think I had talked about this before off, um, you know, camera and off the podcast as far as just how, and I think we mentioned it on the podcast, how we really weren't affected by the pandemic mm-hmm. um, and kind of, but didn't realize that we were being affected this whole entire time to a certain degree because we were in the trenches, you know, providing counseling to people and dealing with all their issues. So I think this episode is particularly good for our fellow counselors and therapists to kind of let them know like, Hey, you might not know that you're being exposed and affected, Mm -hmm. but if you're hearing other people's stuff all day, every day, it can be a lot to take on. And so like you have the right coping skills to kind of make sure that you don't fall prey to what you're being exposed to and experiencing. Yeah. And you sent me something a few weeks ago about counselors. Um, I can find it. It was about counselors and the pandemic and what we've like had to deal with as far as like mm-hmm. counseling people with all this stuff going on. But meanwhile, we're experiencing it too. And it's like a pandemic. We don't know how to even go through pandemic ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so That was like really good that you sent that the other day. Here it goes. It says, in 2020, therapists counseled people through a global pandemic, an economic crisis, a politically polarized election, a racial justice movement, chronic uncertainty, anxiety, and depression with no preparation, no warning, or special special training, all while they went through the same things themselves. Whoever wrote that, like, kudos to you. You are the quirky of the day, honorary. Like, right. <laughs> hands down. Right. So on point. And it's easy to forget. I mean, some of this stuff is just, it's not even a whole year out. Like, Mm-mm. when you, like, the political unrest. I'm like, okay, yesterday was the one year anniversary of um, Brianna Taylor, you know? And so like, you know, and so we haven't, that was like the pre to everything, right? Right. Because right there comes, you know, George Floyd and like what that sparked, Mm -hmm. right? And so, and for some of those things, we're no closer to a solution, a verdict. Right. um, So, people are still in the thick of it, right? Especially for those people that um, 
you know, these are their family members, their friends, and you know, we're we're struggling secondhand dealing with this stuff. So just imagine the people yeah. that are dealing with it in firsthand. What I can say about that is that, like, I think in the beginning, how we mentioned how it didn't really affect us too much. It's like we kind of got through it. Like we were still had enough energy from like maybe like 2019, like good energy and stuff to kind of carry us through that first half of the year and everything. Towards the end, I started getting like annoyed with coronavirus, obviously, and everything, and like just hoping that we could like get our stuff together and get vaccines and have people just like be better already. Um, but then like this year, like coming up on a year, I was just like, okay, listen, like. I counsel people every day, and when this comes up every day in discussion, it's like a year of talking about the coronavirus, not just to my friends and family, but to like people who I talk to in counseling. So then they're like opening up and like just kind of dumping. That's what they do in counseling. They just dump things on you. And so just a, a year of that has just like just got to me because I was also working like crazy while going through all the stuff in my personal life. So that combined was just. Yeah crazy. I think at first it was kind of like an escape for me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like I don't have to deal with my problems. And now there's an abundance of other people that I can, <laughs> right. And, but then after a while, um, you can only kind of turn your head and in with distractions for so long until you realize, Oh shoot, my whole, my situation is on fire and I need to put my own yes. stuff out. Right. And it's that fine line of being a counselor where you know better and you should be doing better, but you're not actually doing some of the things that you're telling your, your clients to do, yep. uh, which I'm definitely guilty of sometimes. Um, and just this, that sheer exhaustion that you're talking about of, okay, we're a year in, right? And so how many more times can I give you a different variety of a coping skill to try, right? Mm-hmm. How many more things can we exhaust before we say, okay, like, this is just what it is, right? You've tried it, you've given your best effort, and we're just going to have to just let some of this stuff, like, be worked out with time, yeah. right? I can feel very defeated, defeating yeah and then i think people just like having to wear masks for a year it's like totally a normal thing now like to leave the house and put a mask on which is like a year ago that would have been like why are you putting a mask on like it's just the things that have changed i think in everyone's day-to-day lives that's like i don't think we're even like we see the change but it hasn't really like hit some people as far as like process wise so like oh yeah we're wearing masks that's what we're supposed to be doing but it's like well like this is weird because we didn't do this before. And like, when will we ever go back to normal? Crazy. Hmm? So I oh. was walking around my house the other day. This uh-huh. is how far bad I have gotten. And like, out of nowhere, I was like, oh, shoot, where's my mask at? I was like, <laughs> I don't have my mask. And then I had to like really check, like stop for a second, like, you're in your house. It's okay. <laughs> my mind was just, again, all over the place. And I realized I didn't have a mask on my face. Mm-hmm even realize like where my where the environment I was in didn't even cause for me having a mask right. like just the anxiety of just making sure you have one at all times right, so right. I got masks in my car in my <laughs> surgery, like in my person <laughs> oh man whenever I'm with someone and they're like oh I don't have a mask I'm like why don't you have a mask everywhere like because in my head I'm like there you can't have a mask everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I mean it's hard yeah, yeah. And then we have to wear them everywhere. So it's like, don't forget your mask. Like, like in the beginning, a lot, I would leave my car without the mask on and I would forget to go, I'd go back and grab it. 
Oh yeah, those are the funniest memes. Well, they, I mean, they don't, you don't see them as much, but the first, you know, a couple months where you see the memes where people uh-huh. are like, you know, walking out the house without the mask. Yes. I thought they were hilarious. Because at first we like, it wasn't so like common or normal, I guess. And so I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta get that mask. Like, <laughs> I mean, my son is two and he doesn't have like a huge vocabulary, but he has mask, right? And so I want him. <laughs> not all happen when he even know the word mask like right. and he recognizes it you know he realizes that he needs to put it on when he goes places and so you know it's it's crazy like you know I, I, I pull up somewhere put my car in park and my son just starts yelling mask mask, mask. <laughs> that's the other thing like how is this affecting our kids and stuff and like it's kind of weird that they're being born into like this pandemic like he was born in 20 19 but he only had a year on the earth before he had to deal with coronavirus yeah so this is i mean this is his life right now people walking around wearing masks like he don't know no different right yeah that's crazy really praying that this goes away really soon (laughs) my son (laughs) doesn't think that this is the (laughs) like life was different before Then it's gonna make me feel really old because it's like the good old times before masks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't always wear masks. Like crazy to me. Yes. Hopefully this vaccine is what we need. Um, people take it seriously mm-hmm. and get it, and we can. Unfortunately, I'm probably not the most optimistic person as far as going back to things how things were. I think some things are just going to forever be changed Yeah. Um, for the good. Maybe some not necessarily immediately for the good, but like if nothing else, now people are going to wash their hands. When you think about <laughs> it, like we did a lot of things like that were not sanitary, like before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, huh. I, I'll never forget. Um, this made me think of when I was in the first grade. Have you ever bobbed for apples? Yeah. And everyone yeah. put their head. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, we did stuff like that where we all just came behind each other, sticking our mouths into the same apple. The water. Like, yeah. or even like, um, I've had some celebrations, right, lately where there was cakes involved. And like, everyone blow, I mean, the person blowing on the cake and then right. now we're gonna swipe on the cake and so the awkwardness of okay do i blow on the cake do i grab something and just you know <laughs> fan it do we still is blowing out candles still gonna be a thing moving forward right yeah um, especially when kids do it and they like get all their spit on the cake and stuff uh, but before yeah. it used to happen and be like oh it's cake time we still gonna eat it and now i'm like should we eat this cake <laughs> like you think twice about certain things like that so it's just like, okay, some of those things, like stopping and pausing and thinking about it, I think that we wouldn't have been doing are going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be some ramifications, I think, even in the most simplest things, like financially, that some people just may not recover from mm-hmm. or might not do. I mean, and then, I mean, the people who have lost loved ones, right? And so, yes, we might go back to normal, mm-hmm. but that their person's not coming back once we we go back to normal, right? Their loved ones. And so I think just there's some permanent things that we're going to have to deal with for years and years to come, especially us counselors and therapists. Yes. 
And as you know, like we both work a lot of hours. I was telling you earlier that when I calculated my hours I work per week, they were over 60. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, when did this become my life? <laughs> I'm not even going to do I wouldn't. When you said that, I was like, oh, like split second, wondered how many hours I do. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that to Right. <laughs> I don't want to know. Like, I always was like, is that right? I was adding my like 40 hour job and then like the other ones. And I was like, wait. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's not more for you. Well, it's like more like 62, 63. So here's my question. Is that direct face-to-face -face hours? Or are you factored? Because I think sometimes we, we uh, shortchange ourselves as counselors because we don't give like all the time, like the preparation if you're having to do research about certain diagnosis right. or documentation, which takes up a large amount of our time. That's like, so true. Into the 60 hours, or if you start adding that stuff on, you'll be more. It'll probably be more because, like, with my like main job, like I document sometimes like at home because mm -hmm. I just don't have time to do it at work, or like it's just gonna be a lot. So I just would rather do it at home. And then I find myself that like now working at home just a lot more because I got used to doing that with the pandemic. Um, as far as like my main job and then like my other um, telehealth jobs. So I don't know. It's just more comfortable, I guess, for me to document at home and like be able to focus. It's just, mm -hmm. it's really, I like it a lot better. Um, so I end up like my boss said the other day. He's like, "Did you put in a note at like one thirty? And I was, he's like, "Was that right?" Like in the morning, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> but like, I love watching TV, and I was just like finishing up my work before like the next work week, you know. And it's just like by myself, just chucking along every week, and then. Like, during the weekends when they come and then but I work on the weekends too but you know what I can I love those like <laughs> my uh staff I used to be they were like oh my we cannot get away from you like <laughs> I would send emails I mean I knew they weren't going to check them because they didn't have like phones that they took home or anything like that but they would uh -huh. come in on they're like well, why were you up at 2 30 or 2 3 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday right like, and I'm like, I don't know. That's just how I work. That's You're a night roll. owl. <laughs> I, yeah, miss me. Not morning time. You're not gonna see me. Yeah. <laughs> um, nighttime. Yeah, beware. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I shouldn't say that because I am talking about like just being in the thick of it that we have, right? And uh -huh. so one of the things I know about me is okay. I have to get some type of order, right? And so in trying to figure out what I can control, my physical body is something that I control. So actually starting um, this month, I've got a personal trainer. Good. And so I don't think it's going to feel like self-care at first. Right. <laughs> I have not literally worked out since I was pregnant, which the personal trainer thought was funny that I had a trainer while I was pregnant. <laughs> and that was the best time I trained. But, um, <laughs> I know, you know, just from what we teach and what we talk about with our clients that it's necessary to, you know, exercise and move and it's good for us. Yes. So I'm like, okay, let's do that and see if that helps with, you know, the clarity and having more energy. Because when I tell you, I'd be exhausted for no reason. I know. You tell me. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, uh, the only thing I could think of is if I went from like four cups of coffee a day to like a good two, but... The coffee is not for energy. It's just for like, I like sipping on it. So <laughs> I don't know. 
I think like, what is it? I don't know. I'm going to get this all wrong. Like a body in motion stays in motion. And the more you're moving around, the more energy you have. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. So like mm-hmm. we were just talking about telehealth and working from home, right? Right. And so you get really, really laxed. Like I can get up and go to my kitchen in my fridge whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not having to get up and move. And, you know, I literally. You can just kind of do what you do. <laughs> yeah. And that's me being really good if I actually get up and walk to the desk and not just <laughs> stay in the bed or uh, go to the couch, right? So I'm trying to be a little bit of a professional, but none- nonetheless, I'm still not moving around too much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exercising, I'm trying to drink water. Um, I'm tr- I I am going to start having a real lunch break good um and my normal stuff like the reading and the journaling those kind of things and oh we were talking about me possibly going to the chiropractor yes so those that i'm like okay i need to implement either starting them because there's some things i'm not starting at all or being more i mean haven't started or um i need to be more consistent with Mm -hmm. Um, i like those ideas hopefully I start to see some changes quickly. <laughs> yes, I think that's good. Like, even though it's like March is like never too late to get started. Like, it doesn't have to be the beginning of the year to get your goals accomplished. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's it's so weird because I've I've never been. I don't want to say this bad, but it just I I always tell my cl- uh, clients it just feels worse than it actually is. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that it's like it just feel so bad but it really isn't if in the grand scheme of things like i almost feel horrible even complaining like even in this conversation now i know that it's really beneficial to people but in the back of my head i'm like don't come off like a complainer like you have nothing to like you have air in your lungs right you have ability with all your limbs to do whatever you want to right and mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah you know about someone recently who you know does not have that and yeah. you know just again the emotional mental capacity to like live through and go through certain things something i tell my clients is when they say oh my gosh i'm so privileged or something or i i shouldn't be complaining about this like i know it sounds so silly i'm like well you have the right to complain about whatever you want to complain about like you also face struggles as well as anybody else they may be different but it's your like your struggles like you have the right to say like i don't feel good today or yes i may have this and that but i'm still feeling empty or sad like we all have that capacity and we should be able to you know, vent to others without feeling guilty about it or shame. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I can't, cannot argue with that at all. <laughs> I'm all about wellness. And so when you're talking about like working out and drinking water and stuff like that, something that I love to do is I love yoga. I haven't done it in a while, but I need to get back into it. Maybe find a studio around here and like just start going to classes again. Um, I do love to get like massages for my self care. Like, I need to start doing that again too. Um, I like going to the nail salon, getting my nails. Oh yeah, done. you know that's now that's something I consistently. <laughs> <laughs> when people say like, "What are your hobbies?" I'm like, "Okay, I love to get my nails done. I love to go get massages. <laughs> like, my hobbies are like self care things." 
Hey, I, that's how I explain it to my clients. They're like, well, how do I know if it's self-care? I'm like, is it something that you enjoy doing? Uh-huh. Like, make your health self-care a hobby. Like, yeah. I mean, your hobby is self-care. Yeah. Um, I just started doing acupuncture last week. So I think I'm going to keep doing that every week. But it's oh, cool. really cool. Um, I was like, I was interested in it, but I never really knew too much about it, I guess. And so when I had the chance to do it, I just like did it. And it was like a weird feeling at first with the needles, but eventually you get like so relaxed. It's such a weird yeah. like sensation. Yeah. But self-care, like I'm all about self-care. <laughs> I need to get better for myself though. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't be out here being a superwoman for everyone else and then not doing your self-care. Yes. It's crazy. Something I thought about too the other day was like when I got sad about like just in general, I was like, well, I'm in my like mid to late twenties and I feel like this is a time like I used to like, you know, go out and stuff and do fun things and like go out with my friends and like not wear a mask and just not worry about like getting sick or anything. Like so looking back at old pictures and the other my my phone the other day I was like oh my gosh I remember I did, did, did this and did that and I got dressed up and I had makeup on and like I'm like who am I now <laughs> like oh, I feel I like so old of like and I think the caption was like super cute about like when we used to go on cruises or something like that oh yeah I was feeling yeah. nostalgic that day <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and so that's what I was talking about earlier like what do you do now like we can't say like okay just you know you know, do this and, you know, soon you'll be able to do that again or whatever. Like you're literally having to restructure your life, right? right. The things that pour into you, the things that you could do before you might not be able to do still, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a revised version of it is just not the same enough to kind of meet that need. Yeah. Like It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, then you find yourself just like kind of missing your own life at some points. Because then I'm like, well, I'm about to be like not 30 soon, but like soonish enough where I wanted to still like have fun in my 20s. It's like, but then people who are like in their early 20s have the same problem. Like they want to go out and they were 21, 22, and they just turn like, you know, drinking age or whatever. And like they may want to like go live their life too, but they can't. And they're in like they're almost prime kind of, you know, for 20s, I guess, and having fun. Oh my God, I feel so old right now. <laughs> say to you that I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that it really isn't a big difference. If you take care of your body, I think mentally and emotionally, you are a very strong person. You are brilliant. And so for you, I don't think that you're going to feel this big difference Mm -hmm. from your 20s and your 30s. Okay. It just feels like, you know, like a, just a jump, like, yeah, no, no, no. You really like just up, and it's just another day. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better about it. <laughs> no, um, I think with everything, well, I shouldn't say with, with most things, it's what you make of it, right? And so, just because you turn thirty, does not mean that you have to stop socializing, that you have to stop traveling and going with your friends. If anything, it's like okay, the more. You, years you have under your belt like you just get better at doing those things right mm-hmm. there's some homegirls of mine like we don't even need to like 
do all this kind of pre-planning or like whatever when we go somewhere and do something like we already know everyone has like their roles solidified by mm-hmm. now of okay who's gonna be the turn up person who's gonna be <laughs> us on track who's going to be the planner like all this kind of stuff right and so it just gets executed perfectly now at this point right um and like yes things have changed you know and that's going to be pandemic or not right people get older people's jobs might become more demanding or where one part of your life you weren't working and another one can't you Mm -hmm. are people get engaged and married and so now it's just not them it's them and their partner who right. have children. And so I think sometimes, especially over this last year, we have made the pandemic an excuse mm-hmm. of why we are either not living to our full capacity or why we are not going to be able to live to our full capacity. Like all this time has wasted, right? Um, and there's been some people who have been very, very clever at it, right? Like for, um, I was at first like, really, really sad for the people who were scheduled to get um, married at this time, right? Mm -hmm. Or the graduates or whatever. And so what can be done as far as shifting your your, um, perspective to say, okay, this is not the end of the world, right? I might not have experienced this, but that doesn't negate me from experiencing all these other things. Yeah. And there will be an end in sight at some point, and we won't always be in this like situation that we're in now and hopefully we'll be able to get back to some kind of normalcy or um just like to enjoying life again yeah you always have a choice because there are some people who are not i jokingly say this who are not living in the pandemic like the rest of us (laughs) and it literally not stopped so and these people they're not wearing any masks, right? They're mm-hmm. still traveling. They're still hanging out, going to large ga- gatherings. Like they're just still living their life, right? These are, if YOLO was a group of people <laughs> and like, these are the people that are literally YOLOing. Is that something? I don't even know. Like, is it nowadays? <laughs> I mean, probably not. Probably if it was on the decline, it's definitely probably fizzled out now. Um, yeah, but well, I mean, it just depends. Teenagers, they're still, I think it just depends, really. I'm, I'm thinking about one of my um teen girls that I, I talked to yesterday. Um, and some of the things that she told me, I'm like, okay, there's some people clearly out here still living their best lives, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, me. I have started to venture out a little bit more, starting to feel a little bit more comfortable, but there's still some things and places like I'm just not going to do. Right. right. Um, and I think it's just, I don't want to say it's to each his own. Cause I think we all have a responsibility um, to be cautious and safe. Right. But at the end of the day, everyone still has a choice. So I can't really come down on people who make a different choice. Yeah. Everyone's going to live their own lives right now, but um, hopefully at the end of the day, like we can get a solution to this issue and continue to live more life. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So how do you feel now? Are you still in the thick of it all? Or do you feel like you're coming out of it? I feel like I'm coming out of it. 
as things improve externally. So like my mood kind of depends on how things are around me sometimes, like what's going on just in life. So as things have been getting better, like I feel like better. Um, I had to like make some boundaries and like figure out things with like life, but I'm like, also the weather changed, so it got warmer up here. So I think that's another thing. Like, it was just always cold or snowy or rainy sometimes. And, like, that's just not really fun. So I yeah. think having good warm weather and, like, the sun out is, like, really nice. I can go on walks and stuff outside without being cold. Yeah. And it feels good. How are you? I didn't even think about that. Like, mm -hmm. you... Because this is your first, like, real deal winter up north consistently. I mean, of course, you've gone and visited and stuff, but living there day in and day out. Yeah, I haven't worn shorts outside since I left Florida in, like, October. <laughs> like, every day is a coat kind of day. <laughs> that can be a lot. So, yeah, with that, too, that's another factor, I think, that added to, like, eventually just at first it was fun like oh yeah it's cold and then after it's cold for like five months you're like okay <laughs> enough already <laughs> uh, see that's why in, in my life's of lives i would like to have like two homes like you know the the fancy people who have like a summer home somewhere mm -hmm. and a full of winter like that's what i would love because yeah. i do Certain times I I don't mind like the cold and being all like warm and cozy, mm -hmm. but to live in that, no, ma'am. Yeah. How have are you getting better with your mental health? Um, it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> it really depends, and it. Some days are better than others, right? Today is a great day. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a wonderful day. And not that the days are not good. It's just um, my uh, just capacity to just be present, right, for myself and for others. Um, and knowing that I don't have to show up as, like, this great, wonderful person. Like they can just get, Hey, you're going to get me a little bit more raggedy today, but I'm, this is my best today yeah. <laughs> on those, um, especially on those days, you know, those, those couple of days a week where I'm like ridiculous with my scheduling yes. days. Right. And so I can't like, I know exactly what it is. And so I try to make an effort to like, okay, I'm just going to push through it or um, the days before or the days after do even more self-care to compensate mm -hmm. for those couple of days where it's just chaotic mm -hmm. and, and jet Um, And now that I kind of got a handle on that, I, it's, it has been better. I don't want to make it seem like it's not better. So it has been better. Good. I think my environment is major. Um, because I have a lot of OCD characteristics, so when my <laughs> my my environment is chaotic and not organized, then I start to feel like I'm chaotic and organized. Yes, so I'm open once my environment <laughs> changes a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like naturally boost up, like how like it's starting to get warm for you, and then you just naturally starting to feel better. I yeah. think that's gonna be like the last thing for me to like just push me over the edge to just start coasting for the rest of the year good yeah 
Well, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, now I don't have to go pay for a therapy session. <laughs> I'm trying to think what do I need to get off my chest right now? <laughs> we just had therapy. <laughs> had my therapy session. It went really great. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like it really does feel like that when you talk to someone who under, especially when someone gets it and understands. Yes. Icing on the cake if they really are a therapist. Right. <laughs> when they are your friend too because then you just get all of the goodness at once exactly i think we get the best of both worlds yeah yeah so like now i'm like oh i see why people call (laughs) (laughs) right they like talking to us (laughs) oh it's not half bad (laughs) yeah so i think in closing like if you are a therapist please like find you a friend to talk to mm-hmm. um get on track with your coping skills do an assessment i think you and i both had to like just take a, a quick pause and be like okay what's going on and okay what do we need to do like right. what we need to switch out what do we need to increase as far as coping skills what we need to eliminate you talked mm-hmm. about what boundaries that you put in place and then from there kind of start going again but I think there's nothing wrong with saying okay hold on I, I need a quick pause right yeah um, and taking it and knowing that it's okay calling up a friend that you trust and being like hey I'm not okay um, if you don't have someone like that reaching out to maybe a fellow co-worker or actually going and finding a therapist right um, somewhere I'm, I'm a firm believer on a therapist having therapists mm-hmm. on like retainer at the very like you might have not go every you know week or every month or whatever but when life happens you have someone that you can like okay let me go ahead and book this session real quick because I'm not okay Yes, and you know when you need help and you seek it. Yes. Yes. It was nice. Yes. And thank you for listening as usual, Corkies. We appreciate and love you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hi, Corkies. We have a segment called Ask Us. Ask Us is where you can ask us anything. We welcome any and all questions. Um, it's all anonymous. Yeah, so nothing is off limits. Please feel free to ask us anything you want. Um, you can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, our Twitter, or email us directly at Mental Health Unquote. Yes. Hey, Corkies. We are here to talk all things BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online platform that provides online counseling at your disposal. You can choose from live chatting sessions, telephone, and video sessions. There's also a journaling feature where you can journal to your therapist, let them know how you're feeling, send them the message. Um, You can also join a webinar. They call them groupinars where you can listen about different topics like anxiety, depression, ADHD, anything of those sorts. Our code with Mental Health Uncorked is betterhelp.com slash MHU. You can have 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash MHU. Go and sign up. Better, Better help. help.
Hey, Quirkies, thanks for listening. Our social media information is on Facebook as Mental Health Uncorked, Instagram at Mental Health Uncorked, Twitter is at Mental Uncorked. We have a YouTube channel now, it is Mental Health Uncorked. And our Gmail is mentalhealthuncorked at gmail.com.